This is Folklife Field Notes, a collaboration between WMRA and Virginia Humanities, celebrating the people making art in the Commonwealth through sound recorded by the Virginia Folklife Program. I'm Chris Boros from WMRA, joined by Pat Jarrett from Folklife. Skip Herman is a world-renowned instrument repairman from Frog Level Guitar Shop in Abingdon, Virginia. He's part of Folklife's 2021 through 2022 class of master artists and apprentices. Pat Jarrett from Folklife visited Skip in his repair shop and brings us his recollection of spending time with Skip. There's a long tradition of luthiers and instrument makers in Southwest Virginia, and Skip learned from those masters. One of his contemporaries is the great luthier Wayne Henderson, Wayne C. Henderson from down in rugby, and you've probably heard of him. It took Eric Clapton uh, nine years to get his Henderson guitar. He's world-renowned, but the thing is, Skip and Wayne also had day jobs. Uh, Wayne was famously a mail carrier in rugby, but Skip, he was an engineer on, I believe, an oil rig out at sea. So he would be out there for two weeks and then come home for two weeks. He dabbled in repair work because he saw that it took so much effort to make one guitar and then you sell it for a big chunk of money and then you have to start making another one. So Skip saw that there was a space for a repairman. And the thing is, I asked Skip when I was talking to him, I said, well, what makes you different from a luthier? And he goes, well, I'm, I could make an instrument, but it's not my forte, but these guys that make instruments really can't diagnose and repair like I can. This guitar came to me, it was run over by a car. So I took all the good parts off, took the neck off, the dovetail joint, the end blocks, the name plates on the inside, and I started inlaying the neck. It's a specific skill set to diagnose and repair, and he, he set up shop in Abingdon doing uh, guitar repair mainly for a, a shop there in town. He's worked with a lot of big names. He was Jefferson Airplane's guitar tech. He's repaired instruments from all over the world. And so he's got a very specific skill set. But from years of smoking, he's developed stage four emphysema. He sought out an apprentice that he could pass this on to. I know that he said he felt guilty for having smoked for so many years that he has emphysema now because the repair element of his job in the creative economy was so integral because so many people play music down there. So he was worried for his community. I, I felt guilty when I got emphysema because you know I spent too many years smoking cigarettes and I felt like I was letting the community down by being the only guy that did what I did in this area and all of a sudden I'm gonna to have to be gone and there's no one to do it. And he found KT Van Dyke, who was a musician in his own right and was working with Michael Cleveland, an amazing fiddler, but wanted to take some time off the road. They approached us at the Virginia Folklife Program. We have an open application for apprenticeships. It was during the pandemic when we were taking a break from giving out apprenticeships. That was in the early days of the pandemic where we didn't know what was safe and what wasn't. And when I stepped in as director, I got an email about their application. And KT contacted me, and he let me know that time might be short with Skip. And I realized it was important to honor this craft and this man. And K 
KT stepped up and took the reins. And, you know, that took a big weight off my shoulder because I did feel guilty. And uh, he kind of took that guilt away. And he's enabling me to play more guitar and take on the responsibility of all this work. When Skip said that about being able to play more guitar, I could feel the relief. It's a heartbreaking story. I know I, I teared up. You could hear in his voice that he cares about this stuff and his community. This guy is there for the people. You, you can see the emphasis he puts on community. That, to me, is a benchmark of someone who's doing folk arts as opposed to someone who's doing commercial art. Uh, I would, of course, I did all the Luthering for Front Row Music, uh, and before that it was uh, Matt Smith music, but I went in there one day to get some strings and stuff, and KT's behind the counter, and uh, one thing led to another, and KT kind of took off, and he was um, doing sound and working with other bands and stuff, and uh, I was... My emphysema was getting worse, and I told him I'm gonna have to get out of this soon. I need to find an apprentice. Yeah, he was incredibly generous with his time, and you know, would let me come in and just take up space and waste air and ask really annoying questions about stuff he had already answered a few times, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, oh, this, this fella. A lot. Yeah, as far as working together, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better, better mentor, really. Uh, it's, it's been a joy of a lifetime to, to work with him. Does Skip realize his importance? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. And, and he should. He's been doing it for so long and keeping these instruments performing properly. It's a responsibility. I got out of, I just got out of Vietnam in 1970, and I went to California, and I was going to be a big folk singer. So I did the folk tour up and down the West Coast, and that's where I met Yorma Kalkinen and a lot of those people. Those were the Janis Joplin days and Fillmore West and all that was going on. Um, and then I came back here. And I realized that I would never make any money doing that. I wasn't as good as those guys, and I just didn't have, a, my heart wasn't in it. And then when school was over and I needed money, there, was, there wasn't really any work here. The coal mines were closing. There was a lot of problems here. So I took a job with Tidewater, and I went offshore and became a marine engineer. And I worked uh, two weeks on, two weeks off, six months on, six months off. And I would come back home here and work on guitars. And I kept my luthier business going all that time. Um, in 1983, I was injured offshore. And so I settled here in the Abingdon permanently. So, 
This has what's called, this has a bridge doctor that we normally put on guitars that already have problems. But I put it on. Is Skip and KT still the people to go to in Virginia when you need an instrument repaired? In that part of the state, yeah, certainly. And they can do anything like guitar, fiddle. I mean, is it almost anything? Listen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm listening, Pat. the instruments I saw in there, if it makes noise, I think they can repair it. But they had acoustic, they had electric, they had a piano in there, guitar, bass. When you talk about repairing a big stand-up bass, that's nearly architectural. You have to look at what's cantilevered where, where the stress points are. You have to look at where things are broken. I think he he repaired a cello when I was there. Skip documents this quite well. He photographs the before and after, and it's incredible. He plays fingerstyle guitar. He actually records in his workshop. Uh, he has a workshop upstairs, and downstairs is more of a recording studio. I recorded this on the porch of the workshop. Is that not beautiful? That's beautiful. That is really beautiful. And I can hear what that amp is doing. That's really subtle. And yeah. it is. Skip is an accomplished musician, as you can hear, and he was playing on a guitar that he did all the inlay for. I've got some pictures I can share with you. It's a beautiful guitar. But you could hear his oxygen machine. Yeah. And I know I talk about the responsibility that Skip feels, but Skip really says it beautifully himself. The thing about Luthery is that so many guys want to make guitars. They want to build them. And someone needs to do that. But if you don't have sustainability, then you don't have, you don't have them down the road. And someone has to repair them. That's the only way to keep them alive and someone has to repair the old ones. where They're the real jewels. And, uh, and, and you know, somewhere down the line, someone will come up with a new jewel. But for right now, what there is, is what there is. And, you know, we have to keep them alive. And, you know, people seem to think that their instrument is special, even though it may be a mediocre instrument. For them, it's special. And when something happens to it, they would like to have their special baby fixed. And that's, I think that's really the important part of what Luthery really is, is making sure that those folks are taken care of, just like your doctor takes care of you and your accountant makes sure your taxes are done, someone's got to take care of the musical instruments. When you met Skip and you left for the day and you were driving back home, 
What's the one thing that stood out for you the most about him? What made an impression on me when I was leaving Skip's place and heading back up 81 was just his devotion to the craft and his commitment to the community. I've seen it before in folk artists, but he verbalized it so clearly. And at this stage of his life, it was beautiful to experience that. Music is actually a cure-all for everything. There's nothing better than sitting back and listening to your favorite song to mellow you out. It works better than drugs. It works better than sex. It works better than everything we know in life. Uh, music is, is where it's at. And it's one thing to be a musician, but it's another thing not to have the instrument to make your music with. And that's where we come along. Pat Jarrett from the Virginia Folklife Program sharing stories about Skip Herman. Pat, thank you for bringing us this audio today. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm.